Short on time? We've got you covered. Welcome to the 5-Minute Torah, where you can digest big thoughts on the weekly Torah portion in about 5 minutes. If you enjoy this teaching, please share it with your family and friends. Parshat Shemini, this week's Torah reading, Leviticus 9.1 through 11.47, The Power of Silence. This week's Torah reading records not only the dietary laws, but also the very first service of the Mishkan, the tabernacle. It was a time unprecedented in human history, when the very presence of the Lord rested upon a physical structure created by the labor of man. But unfortunately, a horrible tragedy took place immediately after this event. Two of Aaron's sons, Nadav and Avihu, enjoyed the presence of the Lord so much that they wanted to recreate it. They entered the sanctuary with incense and unauthorized fire in order to experience this exhilarating event a second time. Rather than being enrapturing, however, the results were disastrous. Now Nadav and Avihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it and offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And fire came out from before the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord has said. Among those who are near me will I be sanctified, and before all people I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. Leviticus 10, 1-3 Aaron lost two of his four sons because of this incident. Many people read through this account without any empathy for this great man who was bereaved of his two children. However, without empathy, we cannot realize the incredible strength and maturity of Aaron in this situation. Several translations say that Aaron held his peace. This conveys the basic concept, but the Hebrew is much more straightforward. It says that he was silent via dome. For a man who just experienced such a devastation as Aaron, this shows an incredible amount of self-restraint. Why is holding our tongue so difficult? What's so wrong with speaking our mind? According to a Jewish perspective, all human activity is expressed in one of three modes, thought, speech, and deed. These are called the garments of the soul because we can choose which types of thoughts, words, and deeds we put on each day. Many people have the self-restraint to control their deeds. Few people are able to restrain and focus their thoughts. Of these three, speech seems to be the main battleground for most. Sometimes we put on the right garment, but sometimes we don't. We must keep in mind that words are powerful. Words create. Words manipulate. Words connect. Words convey ideas and ideals. Words bring life and death. Proverbs 18.21 Words can take a person from one world to another by way of storytelling. The fruit of our lips is an offering of worship. That's Hebrews 13.15 and Hosea 14.2. This is why we must realize the power of our words and exercise restraint in our use of them. Yeshua taught us that we will be held accountable for everything we speak. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Matthew 12.36-37 Too often, the words leave before we even realize our mouth is open. We must somehow find ways to heighten our awareness that this is happening so that we can gain control of our tongues. Aaron was aware of this tendency and knew that speaking in his current state would have been an error that might come back to haunt him. 
Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, the founder of Breslov Hasidic movement, commented on Aaron's restraint with profound insight. He said that as a child, one learns to speak, but only in maturity does one learn to be silent, and that the problem of man is that he learns to speak before he learns to be silent. Aaron had every right to throw a fit at the death of his sons, but he held his tongue. His maturity and spiritual awareness overcame his natural inclination to voice his emotional response. Because Aaron was silent in a moment that could have easily gotten the best of him, the Lord was able to open his mouth to speak a powerful word of correction to his brother, Moses, just a short time later. And Aaron said to Moses, Behold, today they have offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and yet such things as these have happened to me. If I had eaten the sin offering today, would the Lord have approved? And when Moses heard that, he approved. Leviticus 10, 19-20 This is the first and only time we hear of Aaron correcting Moses. Since Aaron had chosen silence as his response when fire from the Lord had consumed his sons, he was given the words to speak to Moses that would set the pattern for how any type of offering was to be consumed going forward. They should not be eaten in a state of mourning, as we proclaim when bringing our tithe to the Holy Temple. I have not eaten of the tithe while I was mourning, Deuteronomy 26.14. Although words are powerful, sometimes silence can be just as powerful, just as effective, and even considered an offering of praise, Psalm 65.2. The next time you're at a point of outrage. Remember the example of Aaron, who knew the power of silence and the damage of unrestrained speech. Are you enjoying the 5-Minute Torah Podcast? Want to share these 5 minutes of Torah with others? Please help spread the word by liking, sharing, and reviewing this podcast. You can also grab the printed version of Volume 1 or Volume 2 from Amazon. Perfect as a gift or for your Shabbat table. 5-Minute Torah. We've got you covered.